Hello and welcome to the Gooners podcast open mic post game show. I hope I uh, can be heard. This is an unusual setup for me. I'm I'm out back of the uh, Four Courts Pub in uh, the Ireland's Four Courts Pub in Arlington, Virginia, which is our home supporters club pub. If you're in the green room right now, please give me a thumbs up if you can hear me clearly. Cool. Um, I'm on uh, somewhat shoddy internet, so if this turns into uh, a cluster. We'll just end it, but I hope not because we got a lot of good people actually in the red room, not the green room. We've got a 4-1 victory against Leeds. Can't remember the last time we scored four goals. Uh, that wasn't like West Brom in the League Cup, um, although Leeds kind of was about as strong of a, of a side today as West Brom. But we got a lot to talk about, hopefully mostly good. Any, I, I welcome anyone to try to find you know a negative to talk about today if you possibly can. Uh, we'll get a little psychological delve into the mind of someone who – who uh, you know? Who might just not be uh, able to be happy? But I, I, I'm looking at the people in the green room, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a happy bunch. So, uh, so we're going to start right off uh, with, uh, we're, and we're going to do things kind of a in a first come first serve. But we're going to give a little bit of preference to those who for whom it's uh, it's nighttime. So uh, we may go just a bit out of order here. But we're going to start with Alonzo. Alonzo was in here uh, like before the game even started. No. Um, <laughs> My friend, hey Mike, how you doing, man? I'm this doing great. Fun. I'm doing great. I mean, you know, first seven eight minutes, we're like, okay, well, Leeds is getting a little bit. I mean, this has kind of been what we've been doing the last few weeks, though. It's it's like there's like this little kind of it's like the first round in a boxing match, and then we just absolutely pounded them. Yeah, and it's like kind of funny because you try to figure them out, right? And it's trying to find out the weaknesses, but you know, I think for played to Leeds because. It was a tough, tough lineup for him because they had, I think, two two guys had a lot of injuries and I guess COVID something like that. But to have them come out and play, uh, but not a full team, basically nine players that were kind of healthy, I guess, and didn't they come out and didn't them play. Uh, fair play to them as well. Anyway, but back to Arsenal. Yeah, I mean it was a high performance that we've been having lately. I mean we scored first, but we don't never know when a certain goal is going to come, but. You know, um, Martin Elliott had a great ball in, uh, and the second ball in from Jacques was pretty cool too. I mean, we give some, we give Jacques so much grief, right? Because he's too slow and he has his 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 uh, weaknesses. But uh, he had a great ball in the second goal from uh, Martin Elliott there, and so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of proud of him for that. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, it was a cool performance. Yeah, I mean the the again when it comes to Jacques, I, I say this over and over again. My issue with Jaka is less tactical than it is personal. Uh, right. You know, I I am, as Andy likes to call that that special kind of asshole who just makes big deals and takes everything <laughs> personally, and uh, and that's just how it goes. So yeah, no, I don't like the guy, but but I mean, you know, look, you got to recognize game. Game recognizes game, and right. that which was your, and I just love that this is a topic of conversation finally after such poor offensive outputs over the last you know twelve to eighteen months, but. Which through ball did you like better, Jaka's to uh, to Martinelli or Odegaard's to ESR? Uh, I, I like Jaka because I expect that from him, right? Where Jaka, he just it's kind of rare that he does that. So I think over, I, I give Jaka a little bit more leeway because it is Jaka. Well, Odegaard is just he, he he's a number ten, right? So you expect that from him. Uh, every so often, every 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 other game, right? But Jock is the ball. Pretty, it was impressive, I guess. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, just an amazing three pass. And and what I want to uh, a constant theme for me today, because um, you know, Alonzo, I don't know anything about tactics. Like I, I'm the dumb guy that somebody has to do a podcast because I make dick jokes. Uh, and and somehow six years later, I'm still talking about Arsenal. So every once in a while, I try to like hop on to some sort of thing that I've noticed. And and the latest thing was the it has been the heat map. I've been talking over the last couple of weeks about how literally every one of our goals seems to be coming up the sides from the fullbacks, playing out the back, which is good, up the sides and then around the corners. And our heat map is kind of look like a you know a big donut uh, where there's nothing going on in the middle of the pitch um, against Southampton last week. I had talked to the fellows at the pub that I was at that, you know, we, we never kind of attacked through the middle. Mm-hmm. And then just then Lacazette had a through ball to him and he had a heavy touch on it and didn't get a shot off today. Completely different story. Yeah. And um Is that yeah, more yeah. about the opponent or do you think it's, it's the players that, that we have kind of learning some new approaches so that we don't just constantly have to dump it out wide and cross it back into the middle and a cutback. I think it's both both Mike. I think that we're we're finally realizing that we could do good things through the middle. And I think that's why we brought party in to help us stabilize stabilize stabilize. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think whenever you I gotta stabilize this table, it's rocking back <laughs> Sorry about that. Um let's see having a lock is that also in the previous game that through pass to uh Martinelli also is kind of cool to see and to see that ball bend a little bit also from the passes is kind of cool as well. But yeah, I mean, I think in the past we've seen so many crosses through, 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 the, through the, the fullbacks. It's kind of different to see the pass go through the middle. Uh, we used to whenever Seth Fabregas was there with, with Robin Percy or whomever was striking up front. I mean, I, I, obviously, I mentioned finally. The, the sign of a, uh, of a of a team that is going to overpower teams on a regular basis is that they can attack and approach from any direction, you know, find the weaknesses and, and, and do it that way, not just constantly playing one way. Um, I think Arsenal have, you know, have obviously started to discover some ways that they can do that. And frankly, to me, the key to that success is has a lot to do with Lacazette uh, playing the way he does in the middle. So, um so Alonzo, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next one because this has got to be a bit of a short show today. I got uh, my daughter's coming home from uni. Uh, I didn't bring the bell today, but my daughter's coming home from uni and uh, and and gonna pick her up from the airport. So um, my technical director here, my buddy Ryan, is is fixing the table because it is wobbly. He's uh, he's he's doing a fantastic job. He's my Baba Booey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, if, for those of you who know what that means, but Ryan, thank you. That actually worked. You're Ryan, let's let's uh, let's bring you on real quick. Uh, even though he said he didn't want to come on, so <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, no, no, come on. Okay, um, I'm dragging him on. But Alonzo, we're gonna let you go, bud. All right, see you, Mike. Take care, man. Hopefully, see you next week. All right, see you, dude. Bye. Bye, bye. All right, the Lord Ryan Lordos uh, is in the Good house. It's good to have you here. Thank you for helping with the table. Thank you for rubbing my back I, I, earlier. I do what I can. When I needed it. My wife came to the pub today. My beautiful, lovely wife came to the pub today, and yet the back rub I received was from him. Uh, that's just how I, That's what friends are for. Yeah. That's what friends are for. All right. So um, real quick, and, I, and I, this is a sensitive mic, so I think we have to uh, – I'm a sensitive mic, but this is yes. a very sensitive mic. Um, just – man of the match for today and then i'll let you go because i know you don't want to be doing this. uh that would be gabby martinelli 
that's no a question. Easy call, it right? is. It is an easy call. Even I can do that. I mean, Martinelli was was being called by a lot of people the the man of the match against West Ham, but you really couldn't help but recognize Lacazette's performance in that game. But today, talk about like announcing yourself to the world. If if you aren't an Arsenal supporter and you didn't really know that much about this this Gabby Martinelli, who apparently his coach didn't like, didn't rate, uh, preferred Willian to his commitment, didn't appreciate the nineteen year old's commitment. Now he's twenty, and until he's twenty one. Um, but, uh, you know, he's made his announcement to the world today. Oh, the energy today was amazing. Um, and the composure, um, that second goal, you know, into the box gets tripped up, you know, settles himself and the chip was fantastic. He can hold off defenders exceptionally well. He can. And, and look, if you, if you don't think that he's as good or better than Thierry Henry right now, I can actually understand your point of view. I'll accept your point of view, but you know, I'm telling you, um, he's already better in, in, in my book than him. And maybe at that age, at, at, at that age, I, well, I think that at that age, yes. Uh, well, that that that's understood. Juve, um, I think that's understood that that's what I was talking about. But anyway, Ryan, will just, just to clarify that for everyone, we'll let you go. Thank you for uh, breaking your Gunners podcast, Doc. <laughs> And we're going to move on to our next. I might come back again. Yes, please do. It's uh, it's it's been great to have you. So, all right. So let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about this whole heat map thing because I actually have the heat map, and to do that, we're going to bring on a man who, with whom, the man that has seen me eat perhaps the worst steak uh, I've ever had in my life. Uh, the weird thing is, there's three people in the waiting room right now that that could apply to, but no, there's really only one. Uh, Daniel Robert uh, wearing that that the the bloody kit today. Oh, it's your bloody it. kit. <laughs> the bloody kit, kit. And I'm wearing the uh, I'm wearing the tube seat, like like the the the, the cloth seat on the tube that you sit on, uh, kit. But this is this kit is three and zero in the last three games, um, and uh, and and so it's glad to see. I'm glad to see that you're feeling better. You, the, your your cough is gone. <laughs> You say I'm feeling better. I took the booster last night. I was awful this morning. And then at 5.30, I was awful. Arsenal cheered me up. I'm completely better. Oh, yeah. Remember those weekends when like, you used to like kind of be having a, a shitty weekend and then Arsenal would actually cheer you up instead of like I was having a good week until the game? This, this, is, this, this is kind of nice. Yeah, I like I'm, loving, I'm loving life right now. I know. I mean, you might have to start going watching the U23s at Meadow Park because you, you know, oh, yeah, stroll sure. down the road. I mean, just you know, see the next, the next Saka and ESR uh, come up, and and um, the next Alex Awobi, who was the big superstar at the time. I went to see the U23s there, but um, Dan, you're uh, well. Let's talk about the heat map, and then we'll get to to your comments. So this is the show where where you can say whatever you want to say, but only once I stop talking. Uh, and that doesn't happen very often. So where is it? Uh, what did I do with it here? I must admit, here? I don't know too much about heat maps, so we'll see how this goes. I just love this concept. Okay, this is the heat map against West Ham. Uh, very similar heat okay. map to Southampton. Now, we're attacking to the right here. So so essentially, you're seeing, you know, it, it almost looks like an X where, you, you know, we've got the defenders out wide here on the left side and then the attack. And you can almost see how it almost connects because there's through balls come, or, or cutbacks coming in from the side. This is the heat map against Leeds today. I mean, it's more concentrated. It's more compact. It's more through the middle. We didn't really play a ton out in the corners. 
Um, neither one is good nor bad, but I just, you know, I just think it's important to, you know, for me once every three years to try to act like I, I, I can observe things about football and, and actually take it in. Cause this was a very, very different approach. Was that more about the fact that Leeds was just, I mean, putting out a, a, a Sunday league team because that's all they had from injury or, I mean, they, or weren't, they weren't great. It was a bit unlucky for them, but they still had an older team, an older 11 than our team. So I know we've been playing together for four, four games in a row. I mean, my, my son's travel football team is older than, than our team <laughs> and he's only, and he's 18 and he's the oldest one. I mean, it's, it's crazy how young our team is four goals today, average age 20. And it's just so exciting. I think I saw a stat. We, we've scored 27 goals this season and 23 of them have either been scored or assisted by the Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Sacco, Martinelli. And it's just lovely to see it. Imagine if we just, I mean, should Arsenal just, forget about the Premier League and just really go for the U23. Like, like, like we could win every single trophy in the U23 level right no, now. But I mean, even under-23s, we've got some good players coming up. And it'll be interesting, again, to to see who's going to be the next sucker, the next Smith-Rowe. And one comment I, I want to make about Arteta is that he he took ages to kind of get Martinelli playing. And now we see Martinelli at no, I wouldn't say his best. I'm sure there's a lot more in him. But Martinelli has just been phenomenal. Where And, and the same thing happened with Arteta to Smith-Rowe. I think everyone was calling Arteta's head, why isn't Smith-Rowe playing this and that? Then that Boxing Day thing happened. He, he played then. but And now Smith-Rowe is the player he is. And I think the same will probably happen with Balogun. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I've, I've, I've been guilty of, of, like, at some point last year, put Balogun in. He's amazing. You know, I see him scoring all those goals in the U23s, which he's now doing again. But I think I've learned my lesson from from the two players that you've just mentioned. You know, I, I'm hearing a lot of talk from respected sources, meaning, uh, you know, my friends who also yeah, podcast, um, you know, that, that the, uh, you know, this is proving right the fact that, that, that Arteta should have been playing him earlier. Um, and, and, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm one of these like people that believes in the time space continuum and the, you know, from back to the future, like, like if you, you can't just import current Gabriel Martinelli into the squad last October when we were suffering and having no production and playing Willie on instead of Martinelli and just assume that it would have turned out the same. You can't just take Saliba and Guendouzi, specifically Saliba, look at his performances in a Marseille against Nice game and say, oh man, we would have been so much stronger in defense if we had him on our team because every element of it is different. And, and that's why I trust in Arteta. Uh, I trust his his say on these young players. I, I, I can't help but agree with you on that. I mean, they're, they're, look, if you're, you're entitled not to, if you, not you, but like, if you don't, if you're, if, he almost lost me with some of his personnel decisions, with some of the things that just seemed so obvious. Why aren't you playing Martinelli instead of William? Why is ESR, be, you know, what, like, like some of these, some of these things that he's done seem to not make many sense. And and frankly, because he is kind of learning on the job a bit, some of them probably were the wrong decisions, but not all of them. And so I'm not going to look back. Uh, and this was one of one of the talking points I wrote down. Um, you know, not going to look back on Martinelli and say, what did we miss out on? I'm looking at things now and I, and I'm not going to give Arteta the credit and say, wow, you managed things perfectly either. I'm just going to enjoy the hell out of this because he is on fire. 
And you know, you know, the thing is, is that Martinelli is now keeping Smith Rowe out of the the, the first eleven, and that's such a great dilemma to have because Smith Rowe Martinelli is, is as well. Martinelli is Odegaard is. I mean, Smith and 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 I think personally, Smith Rowe is fine being in the position that he is right now. I mean, yeah, I. For sure. you, you know he's want he wants to start, but I think he's mature enough, despite his young age, to get the fact that that you don't change up a winning formula right now. No, uh, keep it as it is. Keep the same eleven. Obviously someone's going to get Sunder. someone's going to get COVID. Now you know we we know that uh, yeah. that um, Lukonga and Pablo Lukonga had it. Now now Pablo Mari's got it, which which changes things up for Tuesday night. It's not, and he's not going to be the last. So you know things will happen, and he'll he'll get his spot back, of course, and and more than likely, you know, challenge and keep uh, either Odegaard or Martinelli out of the squad, and and, the and, next, and that's what we need. Is <laughs> that Smith Rowe's doing his bit on the bench? It, it could be in a few weeks' time. It could be Saka there. It could be could be Odegaard. It could be Lacazette. Whoever it is, but I'm happy the way we're going because we, yeah, and that's just... good, and that's good for them in the long run. Because while we're not playing two games every week because of Europe, the next month or so if these games do actually go on we will be playing a couple games a week and we need to keep these guys fresh so you know if it's if it's Odegaard for 60 and and an ESR for 30 and then the next game it's the opposite who can complain about that as long as we're winning and we're winning and we're winning by a lot so points points on the board is so much better than games in hand so absolutely I mean points on the board are uh are points in hand I like points in hand better than games in hand and we are we are um, five points off Chelsea, so I, it's 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 not too far away. I think that, that I I mean I think that the way things are going, we are going to be first in the league. It's just that we'll be done, yes, and the other teams will have like fourteen games in fourteen <laughs> days in in May. It'll be like it'll be like some it'll be an incredible TV event. Fourteen games in fourteen days, and then we're just going to be sitting there all done. Like stop the count, <laughs> please. Stop. Exactly. Let's just end it now. Um, all right, Daniel, yeah. you're making. I mean, I don't know if I even need to ask this on a day like today, but uh, man of the match, I, I, I Martinelli, it has to be. Although, I do think Odegaard was quality. Nice, but, uh, yeah, Mar- Martinelli. We had some, uh, one of my one of my oldest, uh, longest, I should say, uh, term gooner friends from from uh, from going to the pubs here in America wasn't thrilled with Odegaard's game today. He, I mean, Marvel, you know, it was he, uh, well. Until <laughs> Odegaard gave him no no choice but to uh, but I mean until that through ball but uh, yeah I mean I think Odegaard's doing nothing wrong um, but uh, there's, yeah. there's one negative I have about today is um, is his name Cedric No I thought Cedric was all right get bear in mind he's not played for months okay let's he's hear not your the best right back in the world no um, our good centre back Benjamin. I don't really know what he was doing for that tackle. Yeah, but it's better that it happens in this game than a game where it really counts. And and it wasn't a red card, which was fortunate. Um, he 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 really did cost his goalkeeper uh, Ramsdale a a clean sheet. But uh, I doubt they'll be too worried about that with a four-one victory. That fact, was a mo- uh, that was a moment of absolute jockiness. Uh, I don't really. I was gonna say Jacko as well. Uh, to be fair, Jacko was good in the first half, but then it takes something small. So in the chat, uh, it takes something small like a a rash challenge. Where I think I think probably should have been sent off. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you can hear. It. I don't know if you can hear. We're undercover and it's absolutely pouring here. I'm glad that there was this covered area. So if you hear, 
if you hear some background noise, that's what it is. But Daniel, uh, we've got a couple people waiting and I'm going to move on to them. It's always good to see you. Um, let's, uh, we'll come over here and I'll, and, and I'll cook a, I'll cook a steak for like nine hours, uh, until you can't even cut into it anymore. Uh, when and you go to, still be be- it will still be better than if that. If you go to Weatherspoons, if you go to Weatherspoons, some great deals there. Get the scampi. Do not get the steak. That's all I got to say. So, all right, buddy. Take care. See ya. All right. All right. Next, we have joining us uh, for the second consecutive week. Uh, we have Max. Max, welcome to the Open Mic Show. Uh, hair's looking good as always, and uh, and you're 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 nice and suited up in in that in the uh, in the great what is that uh, a uh, warm up jacket? What do we call it? We. Hey. What whatever. I call it is something I don't fit into. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever that range of products, because there's just no no reason to at this point. Whatever, whatever works, Mike. Whatever you want to call it, the warm up jacket, the tr- the warm down jacket, whatever it is you want to call it. The- your victory jacket. It's your yes. victory jacket. Yes, I've worn this jacket for every Arsenal win we've won after after the new uh, after the um, Everton game. So it's kind of been my good savior. So I'm yep. going to continue wearing it. There's three on the trot for this one, and uh, and and so I'm going to keep it going. So, um, all right. So, we got a lot of different things we could talk about. Ben Ben White was touched upon by Daniel. Uh, if we want to pick up on that, we can. Um, do you have any comments on on? I, I mean, I, I, you, like, other than, I, other than that gonna, play, was he was he particularly impressive for you? I personally, I'm going to start with the negatives because I'd rather get the negatives out of the way before I, I start praising how how well we played. Uh, I think. Ben White giving away the penalty, I think that obviously lowered his my my sort of score of him in terms of like player ratings after the game. I think he was he was I think he was for, he was good in the first half and up until the point where um, you know he gave away the penalty. I think that's dropped him down to a seven out of ten in terms of out of, out of performance wise. Um, he was an up and eight up until that point, and then obviously he gave away the penalty uh, stupidly. Um, I, I thought Grant Shackle was right up there with Man of the Match, match after after you know um, and I know everyone knows my thoughts on Grant Shackle. Um, he was right up there with Man of the Match up until the point where he he, he could he, questionable questionably he could have been sent off um, and and you know and he made a rash challenge and all that kind of stuff because and everyone knows at Arsenal that's what Grant Shackle does and I, I literally saw that and I'm like welcome back Granit and and. Um, and uh, I, I, my you know, fa- my I, favorite I, Max, my favorite my favorite tweet about that, as always the uh, the immortal James McNicholas Gunner blog who whose comedy just I, I love it. He says if Granite Jaka had made that tackle that Granite Jaka just made, he would have been sent off <laughs> because everyone always says like you know it, it, oh if Granite Jaka made that tackle that Rashford made then it would have been a red. Uh, somehow he stayed on the pitch though, and, and I honestly. I, I have to admit I didn't see it. I, I know I sound like Arsene Wenger there, but I didn't. I didn't see it. I wasn't watching it uh, at the time. I think I was, I was tweeting or some stupid thing like that. But uh, was it bad? Like, did he should it have I, been a red or? Well, I, I like it, it was. It was definitely. It was definitely a yellow for me. It was definitely a yellow, especially um, the tackle itself was a yellow. Um, the time wasting event that he was doing with, uh, I think it was click. I think. It, I think it might have been click. Uh, I think it, it it was a bit it was a bit reckless and a, a little bit you know Grand Shaka moment hearsay, but I think the the challenge was definitely a yellow for sure. Um, if that's a yellow, then the, uh, the then the Tommy Asu challenge is definitely a yellow for me. That's how I that's how I look at it. Um, 
uh, especially when uh, he, he, the, sim, the same play goes over and, and basically, uh, right, I think it might have been Reinhardt, I think it might have been, uh, go, definitely t- challenges uh, Tommy Esther and it puts his stud into his boots. So I, I think both of them were worthy of a yellow card, in my opinion. Um, but that's that's hearsay. And I, I think Aaron Ramsdale would have loved the clean shit, obviously. But, um, you know, I, as you said quite clearly, I don't think he's going to be too disappointed because we did win 4-1. I don't think he's going to be too disappointed in that. Um I also want to touch upon, obviously, the good moments of the Arsenal game as well. Um, I think, personally, for me, I think uh, I think everyone's... I've, I've said, I think Matt, uh, Martinelli got a 10, uh, 10 out of 10 performance for that, definitely, because I think he he was just unplayable. He was just... He, this, is the, this is what we've been wanting from our wingers for the longest time. This is what I've been screaming at Pepe to be doing constantly, and he, and he refuses to do it, you know, and... and and I, I, and you know, and I think personally for me, I think, I think that the, the best that we've seen of Nicolas Pepe is when the ball gets played in front of him and he can run at defenders. And I've been saying that for a very long time. And I, I just don't think we've been playing to the, that man's strengths uh, since we've had him here. Um, and and people have been saying, oh, we should sell Pepe and all this other stuff. But also, let's also not forget that he got what twenty two goals and eleven assists last season. And 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 this is the thing, right? And and I think he deserves more of a chance. Is he going to get into this Arsenal team at the moment? No. He'll Is play he, Tuesday. He'll play yeah. Tuesday, and yeah. hopefully he'll show you know. us what show us what he has. Mm. But I mean, he may not be happy in that position. But Pepe, mm. it, again, sunk cost. Is the seventy-two million? It, it matters none. That's not his what, fault, though. That's not his fault that he's worth no, seventy-two million. It, it, it's not his fault, and it should have nothing to do with whether and when we play him or sell him. It should be a decision based on. Is he does he have a future in the team? Is he marketable to other teams? I you know unless he is disruptive or or d- discouraged to the point where he becomes a problem, you know I don't mind having a guy like that be on the bench. You know we clearly wasted money on him, but that that money was wasted three years ago. It isn't it doesn't affect anything anymore. And and also this is the other uh, this is the other point I want to make, Mike, is that. If you look at teams like Man City, if you t- look at teams like Liverpool, and you look at teams like Chelsea, there's no problem having having a quality player on the bench. If, if you know, and 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 like everyone says to me, we should sell. Yeah, Morez can't get in the uh, in the starting eleven, and 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 you know when he does, he's fantastic. And then when he doesn't, I don't hear him bitching about it. And same same with Sterling. Sterling can't get in the team either. Like and that's the th- and and. And that's just down to the brilliance of the front three at the moment. Like, Jay Seuss is obviously keeping people out of the team. And, you know, and this is the thing. This is what, we, this, this is what we've been screaming about as Arsenal fans, to have some, have some sort of, you know, competition and have some sort of accountability. So if you're not playing well, someone else is going to come in and take your spot. I mean, and, and I also want, also want to quickly touch upon, I, I think... All right, we got to make this the last point before we yeah, yeah. before we move on because we have to. I'll worried. quickly wrap up as well because I'm sure there's a lot of people waiting. I just want to say that I, I personally, for me, uh, Martin is head and shoulders above of, of in terms of the matter match. I think Grant Shaka, Odegaard as well, Saka obviously deserves a shot as well in terms of he was right up there, but it wasn't quite as good. And I think Lacazette led from the front as well. I think Lacazette deserves it deserves his it deserves his kudos. You know, like you know and. If if you're a bad man, or if you're if you're a bad man, you'd be going. Well, this is what I got to got to compete with, and 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 I think personally for me, he, he does come back on the bench whenever that decide he ends up deciding being. But I think personally for me, he's got to work his way back into the first team, and that's just my opinion on it. And um, I also want to quickly say, 
Um, I've donated to Gruner, Gruner versus Cancer as well, Mike. Uh, oh, thanks, man. Fa fantastic foundation. Um, I've, I've donated my hard-earned money to, to make sure that people get the medical treatment that they need. As someone who's also known a lot of people, especially over here in Australia, that has had cancer and all that, it's a very fantastic sort of um, sort of charity and all that kind of stuff, and, and it deserves its a shout out and kudos. And one more thing, Mike, I want to ask you real quick, yeah. Is okay. um, I'm playing. I'm planning on visiting America very soon, actually, very very soon, um, uh, for reasons that are personal. But also, I'm to go, that's also coming to watch Arsenal games as well. Um, I'm planning on uh, visiting. I think it was Wisconsin. I think I'm pretty sure that's. I, okay. And, and um, I'm just wondering if you know any Arsenal pubs or, or around that. Absolutely. Sort of area. It, whether whether you're going to Milwaukee or Madison or if you're near Chicago, I. I'm the guy that can hook you up with the right people, depending on where you're going, because because uh, yeah. I do have a lot of good friends in Arsenal America. So wherever you're going to be, DM me on the Gooners Pod account. Let me know, and I'll uh, I'll connect you with some people that'll embrace you like family when you come to visit. Which is which is exactly what what I love about this this fan base. So right, uh, definitely much, come, come and visit Max, and thank you so much for for what you said about the uh, about the charity that that actually was going to lead me into talking about the shirt, but. I got to get on a guy who's actually in a pub, drunk in Leeds right now, uh, and he's also very old. So we don't know how much time he has left. So we're gonna we're gonna put on Fergus. But Max, love to you in Australia, buddy. Take care. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. And I just, Mike, I just want to say that I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning to watch this game, and and and, and I'm just saying that I, I'm, I'm I can go to bed and I can go whatever the rest of my day feeling happy and confident, just like just like the um the the southampton and southampton game as well you know i can go to bed feeling oh, and the, especially the west ham game which i thought was the best performance of our season to be fair um and 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 go go and be comfortable and happy for the rest of the day it's a great feeling and not, it's and a I beautiful that, it's a beautiful way to start the morning isn't it yeah and as i said nothing beats a winning feeling especially you know getting the three points on the board and and you know being ahead of certain teams that were, were screaming at the top that, that they're going to be title challenges you know which yeah. i won't mention yeah we'll get rid of them all right buddy take all care right, take all right all right let's see how long this lasts fergus where in leeds are you right now <laughs> this is all this is going to be i guess fergus in a pub Two well, seconds. Two yeah, seconds. Let me go back. Okay. <laughs> I kind of figured that would happen. Um, all right. So Fer Fergus clearly couldn't wait to start eating. All right. Can you hear me I now? I can't hear you very well. Um, just having some food in um, the palace uh, near, uh, near, 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 near the hotel we're staying in. Myself and Potsy. I've just watched a rampant arsenal. Rip Leeds. I can't say it too loud because I'm a Leeds tweet, tweet. Um, Rip Leeds, a new was Arsenal. Dan, and was, it's been was, absolutely fantastic. Was Dan happy? It's been with, brilliant. Hang on, two seconds. I'll have to talk and then I'll have to turn my camera off and put it to my ear because I, I can't hear nothing. I, I didn't bring any earphones with me. But it was brilliant in Ellen Road, proper old school um, stadium. Leeds fans, 3 nil down, singing Bielsa's um, name. Fuck me. You know what? Arsenal fans need to look at that. And it doesn't matter who's in charge. He's your manager. You support him. They trust their process. Fuck me, Arsenal fans. Trust our process. Whether you like Arteta or not, get behind the manager, get behind the team. They sang and sang and sang. And as you can hear, uh, we countersung them. Um, I'm going to turn my camera off to my ear and I can uh, try and listen to you, Mike. 
Yeah. Um, well, I just I, w- I wanted to ask you about one thing that that Daniel Robert and a lot of others have been talking about, which is, uh, did you did you see, observe, or hear any of the uh, the alleged racial abuse of no the, nothing, uh, no, nothing. I, I spoke to Princess about it, and um, she said that uh, Rob Holding had went back to. Uh, the fourth official and said that there was some um, abuse coming from them. We're behind um, the dugouts and to the right on the corner is where we were. And uh, you couldn't really see much. We couldn't even really see them uh, warming up. To be honest, where I was, I missed the first goal. I, I turned around to Potsy and said that was never a penalty. And the pillar was in the way. I never saw the first goal properly. So, you know, it, it's a really old stadium. Pillars are in the way. Uh, the, the view is difficult and everything else. But a great old stadium, great old oh, stadium. I, I was I was gutted when um, when we drew Leeds in the League Cup while I was over there, but it was home. Like I literally want would have much rather have gone to Ellen Road than taken the game in uh, at my, the Emirates. But my, Mike and myself and Potsy nearly come unstuck. Ten Leeds versus two of me. Uh, well, me and Potsy gone. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna swear and they're gonna we'll knock you out, you cockney, see you next Tuesday. I did I did I got, you cockney this, you cockney that and I turned around and said, Sorry mate, I'm Irish. Does that qualify? Do I still get knocked out? <laughs> well, well, judges better be careful so he doesn't get battered everywhere he goes. Battered everywhere he goes, yeah. Is, no, uh, we, don't sing, we don't sing that song anymore. We say, follow the Arsenal everywhere we go. Follow the Arsenal everywhere we go. <laughs> I did not kick him out. That was him. Um, all right. Well, your live correspondent in Leeds, uh, clearly having a good time. You got to love it. Away days are the best. Uh, maybe if Dan wants to join in, he can. Uh, we have a different Dan that's going to come on now, though. Uh, and joining us also from uh, across the pond from me, if you will, uh, Sir Daniel Bailey. It's always good to have you on, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. It's, it sounds like uh, Fergus and Dan. Are having a great time in Leeds there. Um, oh man, you know they they were, um, you know, in, in our group in our chat group they were posting pictures of them with the with the double pints. Like, you know, Lee judges drinks half pints. Uh, these guys were drinking two pints. They looked like essentially like <laughs> like pitchers of beer, except they it was in a pint like an enormous oversized pint glass. And I know Fergus, you know, he, one beer and he's done. So uh, so those guys have to be having a great day. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't make it up there, but I know I know why you didn't, and and uh, you're yeah. a smart man. You're a smart man. Yeah, it's you know what it is with all this shit going around. I was just like, Do you know what, with Christmas coming up, I don't want my Christmas ruined. Anybody that catches the old thing now will have to isolate over Christmas, and I was like, oh, I can't really take that risk. You know? Yeah, so it was just it, it it's gutting because I I would love to have gone to Leeds away, and if it had been. After Christmas, I wouldn't have given a shit. If it had been any other time, I wouldn't have given a shit. But uh, that's what happens when you're married. You know what I mean? You have to sort of uh, give and take. You know what I mean? You do. You do. Um, you know, you're you're living the dream. But uh, all right. So, despite not being able to be there for it, what an out! What a what a result! I mean, this is three in a row now that we have never really looked like like dropping points and and. Uh, you know, while while the league's kind of spinning around a little bit, we're just zooming up the table. Uh, I mean, is this really happening, Daniel, or 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 do you think that we're just kind of in a purple patch and we'll and we'll drop back down to earth? 
Look, the age old okay. question of have we turned the corner? I mean, every time yeah, we yeah, want, yeah. you don't want to say yes because then we have an Everton situation. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Every time we think we've turned the corner, we always hit a brick wall just around the corner, and then we <laughs> end up, uh, then we end up like monster truck style going backwards. So yeah, it's. Do, do you know the thing is we have to keep winning our games because. Spurs and Man United have got games in hand. So if we can get a nice healthy lead while they're fucking around getting their games called off and all that, then <laughs> it doesn't around. matter. I don't know yeah, that yeah, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, come on, like seriously, like Spurs, Spurs Spurs just probably looked at it and gone, Do you know what? Can we just pull this COVID shit? Because we're gonna get battered everywhere we go and everyone we <laughs> nice. play. So can we just uh yeah, just like, like it's just mad absolutely crazy so yeah let them just get their games abandoned do you know what i mean so while we just rock up the table and then it doesn't matter with all their games in hand because they're just gonna um they'll probably uh lose them listen spurs got liverpool tomorrow let's hope liverpool can do a number on them which uh that'll be uh that'll be nice to see so yeah we just have to keep winning our games and uh right now we're doing that and um i still have a question mark over whether we can beat the the, the better teams um, because, in fairness, Leeds looked all over the place today and, you know, they had pretty much half of their entire squad missing. But getting so, in this kind of a groove, though, and 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 just the, the muscle memory of of finding different different avenues of attack than what we're used to doing does kind of put you in a better position perhaps i mean i you know I, earlier this season up until about a month or so ago i i would have said and and you know this is hated around the arsenal fan base but i would have said that games away at liverpool and man city were free hits in the sense that you know you just wouldn't be expected to win them but but, but we had to beat the teams around us we had to beat everton uh we had to beat uh west ham we had to beat teams below us and as long as we do that we get into europe we don't challenge for top three. We don't show that we're on their level yet, but 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 one step at a time. I don't think yeah. that – I think the next time we – I mean, and, and what's our next game against a big team? Man City? Uh, Man City on New, on New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. Emirates, yes. You never know, man. You never know. We might put it we, – we might be on a high from, from two more good performances in between now and then in addition to a League Cup game. Yeah. And, you know, if everything and falls into place, we might give them a game. I think it all depends on what the situation is. If we go into that Man City game behind closed doors, then I think Man City are going to storm us. If we go in there with a crowd, um, then I think I think we've got a chance. But we have to beat Norwich and we have to beat Wolves and we have to beat Sunderland. If we can get to a semi-final... Um, you know, Give us a little fixture congestion in February, but you know what? I'll yeah. take it. But but if we can get to a semi-final and be in fourth place going into the new year, I I think most Arsenal fans would have would have taken that. I certainly would have taken that. Listen, whether we finish in the top four is a different story altogether. But to be there and to be in with a shout, I think that can only do us wonders. And I, I'm I'm really impressed with the way the team's playing at the moment. I have a little concern over whether we can do that for 90 minutes. We saw ourselves come out for the second half today and we dropped off and let Leeds back into it. 
Um, and then with the penalty decision as well, let Leeds back into it. I kind of felt that was a bit unnecessary pressure on ourselves. So we need to kind of cut that out of our game. And certainly, you know, when, when that's happened against the bigger teams and the better teams, we've been punished. You know, we got away with it today against Leeds and we got away with it at Leicester because we've done the same thing at Leicester. But I don't, we're always not going to get away with it. And I'll tell you what, Martinelli is absolutely impressing me. This kid is, is, is something special. I, I, I've seen it on Wednesday and I've seen it before, but I've seen it on Wednesday and today he's just, he's proving why he should be in the team and he's taking his opportunity. Listen, he needs now, a which side, at the moment. Which, which, which side in our chat group that we're both in, uh, you know, we've got, we've got half the people saying, I mean, everyone's enjoying it. Let's not make, let's not make people out to be, you know, miserable because they're not, but like, there's still this, Oh, Arteta should have played him earlier. He's proven the manager wrong side. And there's the, no, I think actually he's been managed perfectly and he's blooming just at the right time. And like, you know, kind of held back like one of those, you know, animals that's their, their feet are just running and running and running and running. And you hold them about an inch off the ground. I think I used this analogy on Wednesday, but when then you put them on the ground and they just go, I mean, he, he is now full go. And we just don't know that he would have been six months ago or 12 months ago. Um, yeah. So, I mean, are, how do you think this reflects on Arteta that Gabby, that Gabby Martinelli, someone who had had some difficulty getting into the uh, into the games, is now performing so well. I think when you look at Arteta's rolls of the dice this season, nine times out of ten he's getting them right. So the same thing happened in that Palace game against La, uh, with Lacazette. He brought Lacazette on and obviously he got the equaliser. And then Lacazette's been in the team since then. And he's been playing really well. Martinelli, obviously, Abamyang's got his issues, and the club have got his issues with Abamyang. You know, it's, it's 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 like watching a bad marriage breakup with Abamyang and Arsenal right now. He's gone as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, and then and then it's it's like Martinelli's like, well, I'm here, so just play me. And and actually, he scored twice today. He scored on Wednesday. That's three goals in two games, which is not bad. Do you know what I mean? Not bad at all. No, and, I mean um, we had, we got goals from from a twenty, two goals from a twenty year old, and two goals from twenty one year olds. I mean, it, it, just yeah. ph phenomenal, actual realization now of our youth. Uh, you know, it, it isn't just youth that's kind of showing spots of dazzle. It's youth carrying us to four one victories now. So it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, gotta yeah. gotta let you go because because uh, we've got a couple more people waiting, and I've got a, an early cutoff time today. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll see Absolutely. you in, uh, I'll see you in WhatsApp. Uh, talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, big up guys. Next. Keep, keep liking this channel guys and subscribing. Brilliant channel. Does great work for Gunas versus cancer. So come on, get behind it. Fully Next. get behind it. And, and, and give out the name of your channel as well, mate. Yeah. So, so my channel is uh Daniel Bailey TV. I've been a bit kind of sporadic of late because life's got in the way and, uh, everything's just taken over. But listen, I'm going to be back with content. So, yeah, please do head over there and subscribe. I'm almost uh, hitting that 2,200 subscriber mark. So if I can get mm -hmm. over the line, that would be great. But, yeah, listen, Mike, it's been a pleasure as always. All right, mate. Love you. Take care, Daniel. Cheers. Take care, man. And speaking of Gunners versus Cancer, before we bring Rich on, uh, Rich, who has been waiting very, very patiently um, for this, 
Uh, before we bring him on, I, ju I do just want to mention um, this is what's going on with Gunners versus Cancer right now. We finished the 2021 campaign, but we're doing kind of an off-season type of thing where we have what I think is, I might be a little bit biased because this is maybe the most important point in my childhood, uh, but uh, it commemorates a uh, an incredible situation in Anfield 89. I happen to think this is the most unique and incredible piece of arsenal memorabilia that exists in the world so um not sure what's going on with my screen there but uh so take a quick minute to watch this and then we'll bring and rich will be on when this video ends <laughs> How do I follow that, Mike? How do I follow that? I mean, I don't know what's better, the shirt or the editing masterpiece that is uh, a 48-year-old who learned how to use editing software. I'm not going to say I learned how to edit because that would involve that I actually <laughs> that would imply I did a good job with that, but who, who learned how to use some software and uh, became a little dangerous with, 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 with music um, about six months ago. So I don't know. I mean, you know, second prize is you get lessons, uh, lessons on creating videos from me. But as a man who, who, you know, who's gotten a shirt from Gunners, uh, from, well, not from Gunners versus Cancer, but from some dumb guy who gave out a shirt. Uh, there was liquor like involved shirt? because would you, would, you, would you want that shirt? Would that be something oh, that hell, would yeah. the wall? I mean, I get chills just listening to that commentary. And in 1989, I was a 16 year old kid in Northeast Ohio who, had no idea who the hell Arsenal was. I was a 16-year-old in Northwest London who did have an idea who Arsenal okay, well, was. Well, see, there, there's where we But you know what? It's It doesn't matter because it Arsenal has brought us all together. That's right. I mean, if you don't know, I mean, if you don't at least know about that situation, then then uh, then you, you need to go back to Arsenal school. Right. But in any case, that is a... And, and the story behind it is almost as good as the... Uh, and we'll get back to the game in a second, but I mean, that it, it's not just that that existed and we went out and got it or anything like that. Alan Smith, at my request, because he is the nicest, most generous person I've ever met uh, as far as like in the group of people I consider heroes of mine, uh, I, I, I talked to him about the idea and asked him if there was any chance. I mean, I knew three of the four people on the shirt. Uh, John Lukic is the only one who I didn't have contact with. He's like, oh, Lukey, I can get Lukey to do it. Uh, send me the shirts and leave it with me. 
I, I can then, see Smudge doing that from what I've seen from different podcasts, you know, over the last few years. I mean, he doesn't have to do that. He's 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 got he's got job obligations. He's got you know you you he's not necessarily the personality that Kevin Campbell is, where like like an everyman like just join one of the crew. But but he he's always supported the cause. He's always been very supportive to us. Um, I I thank my lucky stars that he continues to be. I try not to screw that up every single day. Uh, but, uh, but he basically just came back to me after four months and said they're on their way. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Me. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, so we had, and, um, and, and just, so those four legends took the time to write the script and, uh, and write the parts that apply to when they had the ball on that famous night and sign it. And, uh, and it could be yours. We're going to take 500 entries. There's already about 20 that have been, uh, that have been claimed, uh, we we're just kind of gradually offering it out. And uh, as soon as we hit 500 entries at $25 an entry, somebody will win it. Be you. Could be you. So um, speaking of, uh, of entering something, we've entered the top four and it doesn't look like we want to leave. No, no, we don't. It's, it's, it's great. I love this winning thing. And I know earlier in the season, we, you know, when we were terrible, pitiful, you know, lost three in a row. There were comments like, oh, wait, Arteta out, Arteta I was like, no, we're going to give him until Christmas. I, and I said it, and I think I said it on this podcast. I'm giving him until Christmas right now. Because there's nothing better than ending someone's career on Christmas. <laughs> like, like but, we I gave mean, you until Christmas. Has, it's mean, Christmas. Bye. <laughs> bye. Well, he started his career at Christmas, so what, you know. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, this team has responded. They have turned it around. I mean, the, the kids are great. Love the kids. Now, before I came on, I was listening to uh, Highbury Squad, and they were doing player raiders ratings, and, well, they got the Cedric. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I, I put it in the chat there, and I don't know that it was acknowledged. It may have been seen, but I would trust my 14-year-old daughter who plays left back at right back before I trusted Cedric. Yeah, I think Sophie gave him a zero. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, I'm like, wait, he still plays for us? I was fully expecting to see uh, Maitland Niles come on, and and uh, he must and have I, been in the squad, I guess. Yeah, I I I, I subsequently <laughs> learned that, but uh, let's see what kind of rating he got because uh, one of the one of the websites I love to go to is uh, is whoscored.com because they just really have like good good live good good live ratings. And uh, let me see if I can. I, I got to look very carefully at that. I think Cedric got a. Oh. They gave him a six point one. Yeah, but that's just because he wasn't in long enough to get something. I was going to say like, he didn't do anything terrible, but like I it mean, starts at a seven. Good. It starts at a seven, and like the more you screw up, the more it goes down. But Martinelli with a nine, you do not see a nine very often. No, uh, no, no. I mean Martinelli. I don't know. He just it's like couldn't get in the team, couldn't get in the team, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh well, I'm going to go score some goals because." Apparently, Obamiang is going to be an idiot, and I'll just take his place. I remember when Martinelli said uh, when he first came that the person who was most welcoming and gracious to him and kind of made him feel welcome and and, and wanted was Aubameyang. Um It's a, it's ironic that you know two years later, year and a half later, or two two and a half years later, two and a half years, Martinelli kind of taking the guy's job. He's twenty one years old. He's been here for two and a half years already. Like like right. 
do, do I mean does he, who's like a world beater at 18 like Mbappe was uh um, right yeah world beater at 18 there, there's you know Holland I think was 19 and and but like let I would rather and it's easy to say now I get it but like I would rather say you know what Arteta might have made a mistake by not starting him earlier than say like right. Arteta ruined his career or Martinelli burnt out too early, you know, from injury and from, yeah. from from having more in front of him than he could handle. Um, you know, you, if you've got a gem, you protect that. You overprotect it rather than underprotect it. Agreed. And 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 you know, the the problem is when you're protecting him at the expense of you know starting a guy like Willian in, instead of him. That's what made right. it so much tougher. I mean, if I we had a, if we had an informed Saka on one side. And Smith Rowe on the other side with Odegaard in the first half of last season, which we didn't have because Odegaard yeah. wasn't here and Smith Rowe wasn't wasn't transcendent. Even thought of. If we had had that, no one would have been complaining about Martinelli starting, but it was because it was William right. instead of him that they did. But the past is the past. The present is the present. So, hey, the fu- and the future is so bright. We got to wear some shades. We we got to wear shades, except I'm I'm like undercover. Yeah, I a, see you're undercover. Yeah, the weather here is just about as crappy as there. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be overcast, but it actually started dumping on yeah. us. So, so Rich, we got we got one more uh, to go, and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, it's good to see you. I'm sorry I kind of dominated a lot of oh, our no, chat. Hey. Happy about, holidays. But uh, hopefully, on uh, there'll be a Boxing Day version. Hopefully, uh, yes, and, and hopefully a victorious version. I mean, absolutely. If we can't win that game comfortably, then what are we doing? Uh, okay. We just end, we'll just end it now. I just hope that there will be a game. That's all I can say. I, I agree. I, I'm. I, I. Let's play some games. <laughs> all right, man. Merry Christmas. Take care. Same to you, my man. Take care. And Daniel is in the house, buddy. How you doing, mate? Hello. Hello. Uh, We're calling from. Uh, no, so- Suffolk. Suffolk. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. That would be south of London, correct? <laughs> Um, no, actually, oh no, it's not north of like, like basically, on if you look at south of Norfolk, though, probably, yeah, if you look at England on the map, on and to the like, like, like to the very edge on the right, that's where I am by like East Anglia, that, that, that area, yeah, so uh, near. Norwich, Norwich, Ipswich, that area. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I love English geography. I just don't know. Suffolk. I was, yeah. I was thinking of Sussex. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, your thoughts on the game today? You're the last guy in uh, in in open mic. Um, nice. If you've been watching, please, you know, and you want to come on in the future, come to GoonerOpenMic.com. But yeah, I mean, so, so much to say about today's game. What What do you want to add to uh, to what's already been said? Um, overall, I thought very good. A uh, very good performance, especially from Martin Nelly and Edgard. Uh Like, we were in control for about 60, 70 minutes of the game. And then Ben White has to like, bring down, like, uh, like their striker. I don't remember his name. But I thought, oh, no, what have you gone and done that for? And then we, and then we looked a bit... Uh, shaky, <clears throat> like like the next five ten minutes. Um, yeah, it was a good game, but like 
let's just keep like building and building like game after game like like that's not over like overhype our our players which i feel that which a lot of our fan base do like when they have a good game and then that puts a lot of pressure on them to keep like uh well like keep going uh but yeah like but um yeah esr what a player what a player like 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 coming off the bench and scoring goal like he's what like he's like one of the best like cams in the league and to be fair um like we do have the youngest squad in the whole league so and the youngest yeah. squad and and it's and it's it's the young ones who are carrying it i mean it's it, other than yeah. maybe lacazette at the moment it is it's just unbelievable yeah. what these um, 20 and 21 year olds are doing yeah and i don't know what your thoughts are but i would push to get like lacazette signed for at least another two years but i think he he wants three don't he I think he wants three. I don't know if two's ever been discussed. I know that we wanted one. I wish it would be one. Um, I mean, that's that's gonna. I don't think we've seen a final decision made on that yet. I I'd like to keep him around, but I would I I, I would not want to keep him around for three years. I think that would end up with a you know in a situation yeah, not like not three, but I would accept two. Yeah, like, and 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 if we don't. As long as we, I mean, there are players that have some of the same, uh, maybe you know, I don't know about their leadership traits, but but the same kind of tactical traits that he has, and are younger. I I was yeah. in favor of bringing in Tammy Abraham and shipping him out if that was going to be the case over the yeah. summer. That didn't happen. Um, you know, if we can get younger without without losing a you know the the the, the unique like, things that he brings. Yeah, um, that, then I'm all for that. Because mm-hmm. we, we really do have to just start when people approach 30. I think we, you know, unless they are a oh, really, really yeah. unique specimen like, like Cristiano Ronaldo or something, we need to say, you know what, we're, we're going we're gonna to move younger. And we have more younger people now pushing them up and, and, and allowing them to do that. So it's, uh, it's happy yeah. days, man. Um, who would you name as man of the match other than Martinelli? Like if you can't choose Martinelli, who would have been your man of the match today? Um, possibly Erdegaard. Okay. Erdegaard or Saka. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean, you. Like, consider- there's not that many to choose from. Like, like, like from my viewpoint, but I would say Erdegaard. Yeah, I mean, and, and and defensively, I mean, just just yet another. Well, possibly Laka. Yeah, and and Maybe. and G- Gabrielle okay. is starting to really stake his claim. I think at as I mean, the the job that Gabrielle's doing, you're starting to not notice him that much, which is exactly what you want. Like because yeah. there's just it, you don't breathe as heavy when when there's when there's an attack coming when the, you know, it, I'm just I'm feeling so much more confident about this team, and it's amazing because we did you know we. Yeah. We to go from so far down in the dumps after Everton, uh, yeah. to seeing what this team is capable of doing with with a good point. win, 
and, and with a good win in the middle of it. It's not like we've beaten the 19th, 20th, and 17th teams. We have beaten some teams yeah. in Southampton and Leeds that were very yeah. poor, but but you can't take that West Ham and victory away from us. To be fair, like because it's Leeds, I didn't think that that would do that well today. Like, cause like it's a difficult place, like to go to. Like I remember last year, we well, like I think we lost against. Yeah, Leeds I think. Yeah, I think away. we destroyed we destroyed them at home and then lost when we went to their place. If yeah, I remember correctly. So, yeah, like uh, overall, very good performance. But like, let's not overreact and oh, you know, like let's not like like like. Like, so you like don't agree? You don't agree when I say that Gabriel Martinelli's better than Thierry Henry? You're, you you think I should kind of slow down a little bit? <laughs> um, I I I I actually didn't hear that, or I don't know if, you, if you're just like uh, like like joking with me. But no, no, I I I, I like to get overexcited for the for the sake of getting overexcited. But oh, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, I, uh, um, no. yeah it's just exciting me, to watch. Yeah, like. Gabby, like definitely my man of the match, and was the right, and was the the official one. And second place would be definitely a tie between Erdogan and Saka, because like they played astonish, ast- astonishingly well. Um, but well, yeah, like let's just keep like building and like like take each game. As it comes, and I'm not well. I am like some people like may like go ballistic here. I am Arte- in the Arteta out camp, but I'm not like 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 because today he, he did get it right, but like I'm not. If if you're Arteta out, if 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 you if you've if you've said and feel truly that he should be out but you're willing and hoping that you'll be proven yeah. wrong because you kind of know that he's not going to be sacked. I got all the yeah. time in the world for that. I I'd yeah. love to, I'd love like, for people to gradually like say, yeah. you like, know what? I'm seeing something's changed. I might. So have my feelings instead of being like in this yeah. one camp or the other. And yeah. Like for me, um, like we have to at least get the Europa league. We at least have to get that. Otherwise, we then may have to like let him go because I do want to see progress. And if we do not finish in Europe again, then like where's the progress? Yeah, it, it's, it, you know it, I, mean? I I I think it would be very surprising at this point to see the team turn around so so badly that we sink back into the eighth or ninth type of places. But and I would agree with you if that happens, it's clearly for a reason that 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 you can't just keep saying well. Judge him again by next Christmas. Judge him again by next Christmas. Daniel, we're gonna we're gonna wrap yeah. up there, mate. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, Appreciate it. Um, we'll be uh, hopefully doing another open mic after uh, after yeah. the League Cup on Tuesday. Hopefully into a semifinal. And uh, and so uh, thank you to everybody that joined us today. And that is it. Yeah. So, mate, take care. Enjoy and come right. on, you Gooners. Yep. Mike broke the chair, man. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Mike broke the chair, man. <laughs>
Tottenham get beaten, everywhere they go. Tottenham get beaten, everywhere they go. Fucking hate Tottenham. 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 Tottenham get better everywhere we go. They go. Tottenham get better everywhere we go. Welcome to this special National Football Museum edition of Match of the Day. We've got a treat in store for you today, a classic match with a very special commentary. And this is who we had in the studio. Hello there. <laughs> it was a commentary I'll never forget. Let's see what you think. Let's go. We've got a massive FA Cup semi-final replay between Arsenal and Manchester United. It's 1-1 one, one in extra time. Everything we play for. This is Mike. Magic Mike in the house. All I know is Tottenham will get that everywhere they go. Let's rejoin the action. Gigs. This could be a good opportunity for United. Let's see how it develops. I don't like this at all. I must say. Great run by the Oh, shite. Absolute shite. Look at that ridiculous chest and stomach No one, no one should be taking a shot off of like that unless they look like me by the shot. Big strikes after 109 minutes of football. This, the only solace that we've got as Arsenal supporters is that Tottenham got better anywhere they went. And uh, some fans are on the pitch and they think it's all over. And, uh, you know, it's hard to argue with that. How more, how much more romantic could you get? We've got church bells, dead people. Dead people. I think Danny's taking me here to, uh, to make sure I don't go home tonight. Four o'clock. And all is well. All is well until I become one of these statistics. Well, there's a big hole over here I need you to get in. <laughs> and then if you just lay down, and I'm going to get some mud. All, all of a sudden he can shuffle. Yes. Is that what those wrenches was? Did you did you take both of those wrenches uh, mm. inside? Or I may you well have one, one in my pocket and I'm going to hit you across the back of the head with it. Oh my God. Please, uh, my name is Mike. No. 
I'm 48. I have a family. I haven't seen them in a long time, but I still do actually love them. And, um, and I hope I don't become one of these. And I did. We won the game. We did win the game, Mike. Um, we battered the team. Look, I mean, like, I mean, like, fucking we're, we're better than most teams. I mean, who? Play that way. Emilio, who? Emilio, Emiliano. Jimmy, Ann, who? That guy sucked. He sucked. He sucked. I, I have. I could have. I could have scored a goal past that motherfucker. No, I thought he's got a strong left. He's got a strong left. Did we win? We won.